Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. Joined by Joyce. Joyce, it's a Sunday night, as you can tell, because I'm sitting in the dark. And uh, we're going to um, talk it's about. It's been a long Sunday. We're going to talk about. It feels like the Sunday lasted for two days because uh, the DGA Awards announced their uh, winners uh, well into the early morning hours, I would say, as on usual. the East Coast. And then now in the afternoon, we had the BAFTA Awards. Yeah, the, the BAFTAs ended like six hours ago. We were busy, Joyce. I mean, come we were on. Busy. I was at Chuck E. Cheese when the BAFTAs were happening. I was just at Chuck E. Cheese playing skee-ball, checking Twitter I, every now and then for the winners. I was at the at the Long Island Children's Museum myself. <gasps> I've, I've been there frequently. So uh, We went yeah. because they had a, a elephant, a Mo Willems exhibit there. And I never, we, we had a lot of fun, a lot of running around and uh, climbing on things and looking at Twitter and seeing Barry Keoghan. So you had the same experience as me. So. Yes. Seeing Barry Keoghan and Kerry Condon winning BAFTA awards for Banshees of Anishirin, the taste, Joyce, impeccable taste from the BAFTAs in, in that cat, those categories, I would say. I'm glad they got awards for their performances, even if they don't win the Oscar. Yeah. So I know. So- and I did switch to Kerry ultimately. So I'm glad because oh. I, I was feeling her for a while. And then. I had Angela, but I was like, you know what? They're before the SAGs this year. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so BAFTA awards, right? So we'll start, we'll start there. And we'll talk about the DGA awards. If you're, if you're watching this and somehow don't know who won these things, uh, the Daniels won at the DGA awards and then he, all quiet on the Western front won seven BAFTA awards out of its 14 nominations, including best film and best director. Edward Berger, who was not nominated at DGA and is not nominated at the oscars i know at least i i i i know uh one of our our contributors i think uh charlie charlie bright had had edward Berger winning best director i can't say i can't imagine a lot of people went out on that limb though i think a lot of i think most people had the daniels and if not the daniels todd field and if not todd field martin mcdonough <laughs> i i have edward Berger sitting comfortably in fourth place and uh oh yeah, and then like the like like I said last week, the reason I saved the Daniels was that I thought that there were too many alternates to yeah. them, but then they just you know again like we also said last week, they just love war movies over there. So they love war movies, and they they did not seem to really warm to everything everywhere all at once. I think it won one award for best. It editing. won editing. Uh, didn't even win Kihu Kwan. No, and remember when we were like we never talk about supporting actor again. <laughs> And that Barry Keoghan one, instead of Brendan Gleeson, I found like hilarious and also perfect because I do think that actually maybe is fair. Uh, and uh, just a uh, BAFTA is going to BAFTA, I guess. You know, they don't really love rubber stamping a lot of times these supporting winners, it seems. Not often. No, I do think it helps that they were um, before SAGs this year. So they were less rubber stampy. I mean, they have gone their own way before, like Anthony Hopkins over... Um, Chavik Bozeman two years ago um, and so that that presage his Oscar win so and obviously we knew that like Banshees being an Irish film right was going to be a big hit over there in the UK yes <laughs> um, and like the the three things that they love the most uh, had a really good night um, Martin McDonough films yes war films and Boz Lorman films 
Yes. Yeah. So where do you want to start, Joyce? We could talk about, uh, so I don't think either one of us are, are expecting uh, All Quiet on the Western Front to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We could start there, I well, guess. Well, would you have it as the alternate now? I don't know. I think I still want to wait to see what happens to the PGA Awards because I still think- It's not think nominated if, PGA. I know, but I think if Top Gun wins a PGA, that would be indicative of Top Gun's strength, right? Like this is not a night when Top Gun was going to shine at the BAFTAs, obviously. No, it, it lost all four of its nominations. So, um, but like the thing is, Everything Everywhere is still a strong guild movie. So it could just win the rest of the top guilds because right. Banshees isn't eligible at WGA. Right. So it's got that unlock. It's probably going to win SAG Ensemble next week. Yes. Um, it already has DGA. So then PGA is on a preferential ballot like the Oscars. So that's the one. So if, uh, it needs <laughs> if everything ever loses at PGA and Top Gun wins, I think you can make a strong case for All Quiet or Top Gun winning. And I'll be curious to see how that would play out. I was talking to somebody this past week, Joyce, and they were saying like their impression is uh, this is an insider, Joyce, not a, not a voter or anything, but an insider. And they were saying All Quiet is going to be really great on a preferential ballot because if you love Tar. And it's your number one, maybe all quiet, it's your number two. I assume there was a German connection there, right? Because the guitar is so much in, in, in Berlin. Is this person German? <laughs> no, but they were saying, and if you like Top Gun, maybe all quiet is number two. I have a hard time connecting people who love everything everywhere with all quiet. So maybe that doesn't need to be there. But I guess the idea is that a lot of people are going to be pretty high on top, on all quiet. And it'll probably be in their top three of these nominee of the best picture nominees. I mean, stranger things have happened. I just think there's not a lot of passion for the movie. And I think it could win like legitimately like three or four Oscars very easily without winning Best Picture. Um, I, I think the Brits were always going to love All Quiet more than Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, like obviously it got more nominations there than at the Oscars. Right. So, and I feel like they're more also like Navalny one, Doc over there yes. so i feel like there's just you know very heavy um anti-war sentiment yeah, certainly so um but i think you know like in top gun's case that's clearly a lot it's a way more american movie right. that will have much greater appeal here same thing with everything everywhere right. like we already saw from between the globes and the baftas like uh, international voters' support is not quite there, right? For that film overall, yes. So, and with the Academy specifically, if All Quiet was such a strong, and again, I haven't. I think I have it fourth right now in my Best Picture odds. I was just looking, but I could see moving up to like three or maybe two, I guess. But I, I still have like Top Gun and Banshees above it. Maybe that's silly. Uh, but when Edward Berger probably should have gotten a director nomination, like if it was going to be. Yeah, a I mean, I'm not surprised that he didn't believe you always talk about like how it felt weird. No offense to him. It felt weird predicting him for the fifth spot yeah, in director yeah. and he obviously didn't get it. So, but I think like his win here at, at BAFTA just helps the Daniels because there's like no clear alternate. Well, that, that was my big takeaway from that race, right? Like I felt like Todd Field, if I was going to make the case for him to win best director would have had a win here. The fact that the Daniels didn't win but it was Edward Berger and not Todd Fielder or... Yeah, like not, none of their Oscar competitors made a gain. Obviously, right. Steven Spielberg could not. Right. So <laughs> but, I'm like... But you I could argue like, that also helps Steven. <laughs> so I feel like the Daniels actually now are pretty locked in for best director at the Oscars, not just because they won DGA, but because Edward Berger won BAFTA, that actually helps the Daniels as well. So I still think you end up with everything everywhere in the Daniels winning. But I mean, I guess I could see a, a case where All Quiet comes through i mean i guess the, the case against everything everywhere is that people still want to say it's it's a polarizing movie more so than like, i think it's just uh, like well a lot more well liked stateside yeah than it is abroad even though obviously they've tried to uh diversify the academy the last like seven years a lot more international voters so i don't know we'll see like you know like pga that's also a lot uh more broad group too Right. So you could argue like everything ever could win there and lose <laughs> at the Oscars. Um, but, you know, it, it this could just be like another 1917 scenario too. It also won seven BAFTAs last 
last time we're like their only time right um and yeah did not win best picture no i i like i i would not jump on all quiet winning best picture even after this but i obviously it's a top contender. yeah and obviously that in that case like parasite was like clearly the strong alternate and i just like right now we, we still it's still murky as to what that alternate is to everything everywhere and again all quiet can make that gain at pga so i think most people will probably alt top gun at pga um like i don't really i love banshees but i don't really see banshees winning pga no i think while it did win the two acting awards here i think banshees would I don't know. I don't think it's a serious uh, threat now to win Best Picture, I would say, even a PGA. Um, I don't even know where I have. I, I probably have it in, like, third in PGA. But, yeah, but, yeah, everything everywhere can sweep the guilds right. here. So, and but that... we've had, so the Globes went to Banshees and Fablemans. Right. Critics' Choice obviously went to Everything Everywhere. Right. And BAFTA went to All Quiet. Right. And next, I guess we'll see where SAG goes and PGA. SAG will right. probably, like, those, those two of them can just go to everything everywhere. To me, it feels like if everything ever lost one of those two, I would seriously consider picking against them for best picture. But until if they if it won those two, I would just continue to have it as best picture, basically. Um, yeah, so I don't even know, because I think most people at BAFTA had Banshees winning. So was... I'm assuming All Quiet was in third. It looks like it was in third. I had I had Everything Everywhere first, Banshees second, and All Quiet in third. But from the odds perspective, I think Banshees was first, then Everything Everywhere, and then All Quiet. So the first um, award they gave out of BAFTA was Adapted Screenplay. Yes. And All Quiet won that. So I just kind of had shades of Coda winning Adapted Screenplay last mm-hmm. year, which was like, whoa. <laughs> so... And, I mean, we talked about this, like, we figured... At BAFTA, it was between All Quiet and Living. Yes. I would have given it to Living. So uh, one of my, I was saying, I, I think I had, 50, I'm looking now, I had 54% accuracy at BAFTA. Really, really barn burner. But a lot of my runner-ups would have been great picks. So I had All Quiet winning and runner-up as adapted screenplay. And like we said, I think it will has a very strong chance of winning at the Oscars. And I actually had it, have it predicted to win at the Oscars. But I just thought Living would win here. Stupid. Uh, because All Quiet just won. And I feel like that's an easy win for it at the Oscars now because it's not just a beloved film, but it allows Edward Berger to win an Oscar. And like whether or not they want to celebrate him, I don't know. But, I don't but- think they are concerned about giving Edward Berger an Oscar. Give Edward Berger like, an if, Oscar. If that script wins, it's just like they like the movie. And I that, do think it's going to win. That's a very chaotic category in the first place. Yeah, I, I absolutely so I think Sarah Polly will need, well, definitely need to win WGA. Yeah. It just feels like women talking. Uh, I feel like not one person has talked about it since it got nominated. Completely just fell off the map, it feels. It's just, I mean, it, like, it deserved better this yeah. season. Um, just very rough go of it. Yeah. So I'm glad it squeaked in to Best Picture. Me too, so. And as it turns out. So so All Quiet wins Best Picture or Best Film and Best Director for Edward Berger. Uh, the acting categories of Bath the Joyce. Kate Blanchett, Best Actress. We, we kind of expected this. Lydia Tarr might not have a BAFTA, but Kate does. We, we decided in our column on Friday that Lydia Tarr did not win a BAFTA. No. But Kate now has four? She has four, yes. Good for her. Three uh, in this category. This, I, not to repeat what we said, but I was like, if she would have lost, I would have maybe reconsidered predicting her the Oscars, but I'm not going to. I actually think she's going to win at SAG, too. I think it's just like a steamroll. For she's Kate. the only um, person who's capable of sweeping. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like she actually might. Um, uh, best actor, Joyce. This was a big one for a lot of people, but not us, because we have been on the Austin Butler train. Choo-choo. Uh, the Oscars for for months, but Calvera did not win at BAFTA, and neither did Brendan Fraser, the whale, setting sail in third place at least for me. But it was Austin Butler who won for Best Actor. Yeah, um, this was only like truly shocking on the heels of Barry and Carrie winning <laughs> supporting because it kind of feels yes. like how do you give it to them and not Colin, you know? Um, but again, they love Baz Luhrmann movies. So they love Baz Luhrmann movies. I think it won four BAFTAs, right? To, uh, on on the 
on Sunday night at the at the Baptist. I think. Yeah, and um, so also it also won casting, which we talked about last week too. And it's like, what are they actually awarding here? <laughs> like we There's, know it goes to the casting director. They're rewarding uh, that. <laughs> they're awarding like Austin Butler. Austin <laughs> Butler <laughs> exists, right? They're like, thank you, um, Austin Butler. But it's just, you know, another biopic performance and um, yeah. Is it seven out of 10 best actor winners or biopics? Is that right? Or real people? I mean, biopic performances are the most popular in this category. So for best actor, the last few winners, Will Smith, do you remember him? Uh, Whatever happened? I don't know. It seemed like people were excited that he won best actor last year. People definitely wanted him to win Best Actor for like 10 months ongoing. So um, yeah, Anthony Hopkins, that was a fake character. Fictional. Right. Joaquin. The Joker. Fictional. Um, Rami Malek, real. Yeah. Gary Oldman, real. Yeah. Casey Affleck, fictional. Yes. Leo Hugo Glass is real. Yes. Eddie Redmayne, real. Yes. Matthew McConaughey, real. Yes. Daniel Day-Lewis, real. Yes. Jean Dujardin, fake. Fake. <laughs> uh, Colin Firth, real. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bridges, fake. Sean Penn, real. Yes. Um, and then, then Daniel there will Day be blood. Again, fictional. Forrest Whitaker, real. Philip Seymour Hoffman, real. Jamie Foxx, real. <laughs> Should we keep going? Sean Penn and Mr. Grover, Sean Penn, fake. fictional. Adrian fake. Bodie, real. Denzel, real. fictional. Uh, Russell Crowe fictional that's that's the century so a lot of uh real as it turns out so so the fact that uh austin butler is playing elvis presley it seems like no kidding he's gonna win best actor now we, we've we said that for a while and it did. i mean i've always had him i mean no, i know you you flirted with you put brendan in first for i did flirt with brendan for about second. a hot second but i've been mostly austin butler focused for months and i remain uh Highly excited about his Oscar win because I can't wait to hear him go up and do the voice. His so I watched I saw his speech and like he's he's like phasing out his voice. He really yeah. Well, he said he's got permanent vocal cord damage. Yeah. Um. I also watched his hot ones. Very charming, especially when he makes the PB and J at the end because that's his comfort food. Yeah. So the voice is not as heavy in there either, and that's like a full thirty minutes. I also feel like he's put on it. He's taken it to a a third or fourth gear here in phase two he is way more on the on the he's getting more clicks it feels like than either brendan or uh colin maybe he's very visible he's done a lot of press in the past week and Um, he seems to know what to say to get headlines i drank hagen das was one of the ones i saw this week to be fair uh he gets asked a lot of these questions and then there's a lot of potential for breakouts too yeah, like, that's like, it it's a lot of breakouts like, zoe 101 you know right. or you know my fave the carry diaries love uh, it yeah uh so i feel like like good night the lights on that best actor category i don't know i was if uh, we like we said we both maybe had hoped colin farrell it seemed likely he would win here that he yeah, didn't... my I mean, my personal pick would be Colin, and I said that I would switch to him if he won BAFTA, and he did not. Right. So because I felt like if he won BAFTA, he could follow the Olivia Coleman path. Yes. So um, yeah, I'm keeping Austin, and I've said before that uh, Austin always felt like the one who could win both. BAFTA and SAG. Yes. Whereas Colin and Brendan felt like they could just win one and not the other. Like Colin felt like he could just win BAFTA, and I've always had him in third at SAG. Yes. And Brendan felt like he could win SAG, but not BAFTA. So now I don't think, I mean, I don't think Brendan is going to win SAG either, honestly. It just seems like Colin. I, mean, I also don't even think it matters if he wins SAG. Like, I, I, I have him a second at SAG, um, but I think like, just like Austin, he has BAFTA. He has a stronger movie, Best Picture nominee. You know, it's a it's a stronger movie. It's a the other thing is I like we I think we had said this like honestly, like back in September, October, but it's like the Brendan narrative, the Brendan, the hook of the Brendan thing, besides the performance that people were obviously very attached to, at least some people and some people did not like that movie at all, obviously very polarizing. Uh, But the hook for Brendan was like the comeback kid. And then Q Kwan was just totally usurp that narrative and it's hard to have two of those winners in the same year it just is i don't i can't even remember like 
there's rarely a case I could think of where it's like two of those same narratives in the same year. That are well, like, it's not even that, but he obviously has the stronger film too. Well, yeah, but um, they, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're not going to have the, he's the comeback guy. And you're yeah. not going to have Brendan. And he's also coming back from a, a longer time away. Yeah. Like he's coming from the older movies too. You, you can't have, you can't have two comeback guys. You just can't do it. And so Austin checks off the boxes of like the young, like guy playing a real person doing his singing. We just did this with Rami Malek. I'd say Elvis is a better movie. And there you go. And I, I get away. It's, it's also a better performance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, um, I, and I, was, I, I think like the, yeah, I think the the early hype for Brendan was obviously, oh my God, he's playing the 600 right. pound man, like the glam, so to speak, in quotes, um, prosthetics, obviously, and comeback. And, you know, people are nostalgic for his movies, but we've talked about this before. I think the core group that's nostalgic for his movies are like our age group, like right. like young Gen X and old millennials. Yes, he's like the Phantom Menace of the category. So, and then like I, like love love the Mummy, love George of the Jungle. I watched that in school, <laughs> and, but I don't know how many how much of a broad swath of industry folks are nostalgic for that movie and. Yeah, like you said, like the whale is polarizing. It did not get, you know, like the the PJ nom for the whale was a mirage because it didn't make best picture at the Oscars. It got the screenplay nomination at BAFTA, did not get the screenplay nomination at the Oscars. Right. And um, yeah, he's in a weaker movie. Best actor is so strongly linked to best picture. Like you need your film to be a best picture nominee. And I think it's it's just, I understand wanting him to win. I think that's a lot of like the film Twitter love. And I get it. Like, it'll be great to see him win. Like, he seems like a lovely man. You talk to him. I have to Very nice. Him. Very kind. Yeah. I think he's and, a good, good man. Yeah. So like, it's it's a nice story. And I understand one that, wanting that for him. And I think that's also why he won Critics' Choice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, it also, it's honestly, it's he seems at least outwardly so, who knows? It, like, it is very much a mirror, I feel like, of The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke, right? Where it was like a great comeback story in a Darren Aronofsky movie. That performance did not end up, you know, the movie was more polarizing. Mickey Rourke was definitely more polarizing, so certainly not as uh, interested in in playing the the part as Brendan has been, I would say. If that, that sounds diplomatic enough, I don't know. Well, yeah, and Mickey at least won BAFTA. Right, so, so, so um, really, maybe a cross-off for, for Brendan, uh, potentially he also won the globe which brendan was you know yeah obviously um, but yeah i i think maybe in in a weaker year he probably could have pulled it off but he's like he has he's up against two people in stronger films and one of them is another transformative baby role playing an american icon that is the big thing right yeah I mean and then i think a lot of people throughout the season have been trying to downplay austin's chances and because he's young and like he's not like 20 like gabriel labelle or something like right. if, it, if he were then i'd be more concerned but he's 31 which is fine yeah like, it's i mean it's a, like, like eddie redmayne was 33 when he won yeah. it's like so, eddie redmayne and rami malik put together basically yeah like like rami was like older but still it's like that's it's it's, it's like and people love that movie and yeah, yeah so so we'll see. I mean, like if if Brendan Fraser wins SAG, I'll be on here next weekend being like, God damn it, Brendan Fraser, here we come. Wanna win the Oscar. Gave a great speech. You know, I love the speech stuff. That I mean, it's like, you know, Austin would still have the BAFTA. Sure. <laughs> but Brendan has a great speech. It's on YouTube, Joyce. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. But I'll, I'm not gonna move off him. I, I have a hard time thinking I will. But a lot of people I assume will move to us, Joyce, into the Austin camp here after Baptist. I assume he'll get a, be a riser. Have the odds shifted at all in the last? I don't even know. Let me look. Last we checked on Wednesday of last week, remember we said Brendan Fraser had double combined. If you added up Austin and Colin, uh, it's still he would not have uh, taken over, been overtaken by either one. Let's take a look here how it looks. Site slow loading, Joyce, because we're talking here. Let's see. Uh, Austin has shot up, but he's still about thirteen hundred votes behind. Brendan and Colin has now fallen to a distance. I suspect a lot of the the Fraser Colin. heads are still holding on to SAG. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of the Michelle Yeoh stands the same way too. Yeah, she's still behind Kate, but uh, Kate has a has a pretty comfortable lead. The Daniels up top, and then everything everywhere still 
just blowing it out. Uh, uh, not a lot of people predicting all quiet for best picture is not even in the top five. It's it's, it's sixth in our odds uh, cumulatively. It'll be just so funny if Netflix's first best picture win is for all quiet. On the that would be one of the most shocking things ever. A movie most not even Netflix could be excited about like three months ago seemingly but also kind of fitting in a way because we've seen them try so hard even like this past season like yeah. with their top pony before the fall like we knew what it was what they were going to push right and they've stumbled and all quiet was clearly not their number one this year but i mean that's like how you find i mean so, like but we, yeah because it's like you know people just found it and they organically love it. like it basically yeah. instead of forced to like it so here here's a race so we we can talk about this i don't think you're going to change your picks but i could very much be swayed to this uh for supporting actress carrie condon one over angela bassett and i predicted this and you switched to it too what if this is like a sign that she could win at the oscars I think so. The way that the ceremony shook out um, today uh, is interesting because I think if Banshees had won more awards, like if it also won Best Picture and for Colin, you could be more dismissive of Carrie and Barry's wins. But the fact that it was the two, like they're the two acting wins and not the two leads basically, or like the, the central relationship of the film um uh is i i think well so for i think angela was the most vulnerable to lose of the four frontrunners as we know because she was the lone nominee for black panther and uh obviously banshees is much stronger so i don't think in a vacuum angela's loss is surprising and I think if Banshees had won the other awards, then you could be like, oh, this is just like BAFTA going for like, you know, their hometown girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think Angela can probably still win the Oscar because I think she's going to win SAG. Like they gave it Black Panther Ensemble last time. Right. And they're just so much more mainstream populist and they love narratives. No one loves narratives more than SAG. So, like, she's going to have SAG. So she's going to have three of the major precursors. And she's also just a lot more beloved, you know, actress stateside, too. Right. So we could talk, we'll talk about Kia and Barry in a second. But I think it's, and I think this could apply to Barry, but not on a greater scale. I just am not, like, again, this could be my bias against, or not against, but just like my, Again, we were surprised that Angela Bassett like materializes like this steamroller, right? Like I think neither one of us expected that maybe like when Black Panther was screening, let's say. No, I mean, like that was, and, so, and I still <laughs> like, like I've said, like, I wouldn't be surprised if she won SAG, like if she pulled an Emily Blunt, like, right. and like winning SAG when she's not a yeah uh, oscar nominee which is so, not the case but. So that's what we were expecting and i just am like i there's a huge amount of passion for angela bassett obviously she's like a beloved actor who should have more than one oscar probably and is an incredible performer and everyone seems to like her and that's reason alone to have her win here for black panther but i'm like there's not a lot of is there a lot of support for her performance in black panther versus her and then is there more, there definitely seems like there's more passion at least, and that might be my bias because I'm like a passionate fan of the Carrie Condon performance. I think she's awesome in Banshees. Is there more passion for that performance in particular? And does this end up being like a Anthony Hopkins versus, you know, Chadwick Boseman kind of thing where it's just is like, well, we all love Angela Bassett uh, and we want her to have an Oscar, but in when push comes to shove and vote for my favorite performance, it's that performance because not voting for the actor and voting for the performance. Now, maybe it doesn't mean anything and maybe that'll nobody will people just vote for Angela Bassett because they like Angela Bassett seems very likely, but I'm like, I really could see that playing out. And I guess even if she wins SAG, I'm going to be debating that in my head up until the final time we pick basically. Well, because of Colin's loss today, Carrie is really Banshee's only viable acting winner now. Like I, I think he is still going to win the Oscar. Um, like he is a lot stronger than Angela. Right. So I think like it's come back to Carrie that she could be the acting representative for Banshees. Um, like the Oscars love Banshees too. They so 
yeah but you could say you know BAFTA was not into Black Panther right uh you know uh, last time it only had one nomination to for visual effects which it actually won um and it has five nominations at the Oscars but you know she's like no no best picture this time and she's gonna be prop it could like she could be like it's only win which is fine like whatever but um yeah like I think there's also like the it there could be the Marvel bias playing against her as well because even though obviously we've had two Joker performances win like it's they're not the same thing they're DC Joyce the Academy loves DC they like DC they don't like Marvel um but those are also grittier performances right they're hashtag Snyder Cut fans not Marvel MCU (laughs) (laughs) um and I think, I mean, you you made the comp to Lauren Bacall and Juliette Binoche. Yes. Which I don't, like, I think the, those races are, are different. But I can see this sort of being like uh, Mark Rylance and Sylvester Stallone. That's another one that's really good. Yeah, exactly right. Because it's like, the Stallone... I think it was different a little bit because I think the Stallone performance. Stallone also great. missed um, at SAG, so he wasn't. Right. Um, Stallone, not I also think wasn't very as well liked as Angela Bassett. Yeah, so, yeah. But I think the performance was good, and people loved the performance. And they were like, "We don't love Stallone, so we'd rather give Mark Rylance this Oscar." Here, I think they love Angela Bassett, yeah. but they're like, "I think the performance might be better." I, I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, no one. She is still well out in front, at least right now. Who knows? People change their tune here going into the week, but. Uh, I could really see her not winning. Also, it might not be the only, it might actually at the Oscars be the only place where Banshees wins. A very easy chance it could go. It could be like, it could, it could still win her and screenplay. Yes. I think it actually like its performance today helps Martin. Um, yes. So even though I know like everyone was predicting him to win screenplay, but it's more that like everything everywhere did not do as well. <laughs> so it, that also it only won one me, award, so right. it's, it it remind that that fact that reminds me of uh, Nomadland. Remember, we were like, "Is Chloe Zhao going to win like three Oscars?" Yeah, and I never what like really predicted Nomadland for screenplay. Like right. it was just not a screenplay winner. So then once like the father was materializing, I was like, "It's going to the father." So like in this, I feel like now that the Daniels seemingly are more and more locked in at director, and they're already going to win probably best picture then the screenplay actually could go to banshees rather than everything everywhere so i could see winning there and carrie condon for two oscars basically yeah so i think i don't know i guess we're back to what it felt like in late december that carrie could is this could be this acting win for banshees i wouldn't say she's the front runner no Um, it but, was, that was like a week in, in December when when women yeah, it was like the last flopped. week in December. <laughs> yeah, when women talking flopped, and we were waiting to see who would come in as uh, a contender to take over the Jesse Buckley Memorial spot as the front runner. Yeah, so it, but like between them, like her and Barry winning, and Colin losing, it's right. yeah. But I I think. Uh, Barry's win is more impressive because he was yeah. dominating so hard and you know swept the big three critics awards like almost everything and in the in a very strong movie but clearly not as liked by BAFTA over there mm-hmm. um, and Barry also overcame his veteran co-star correct uh, incredible win I feel like it's like one of the most shocking wins there's no I don't know who did anybody have like I don't, I wouldn't say it's shocking. Um, Like, it was definitely a surprise. Well, I mean, like, the category had six nominees, only three of which were taken seriously as even possibly contending. Yeah. The other three nominees were Albert Stuck from All Quiet, Michael Ward from Empire. Maybe, like, based on All Quiet's performance, maybe he was, like, in third or something. (laughs) And then Eddie Redmayne, and then Keoghan, Brendan Gleeson, and Barry Keoghan. yeah, that was a great win. I, I the difference I think between Key and Angela is that Key has got a performance that people are passionate about. Plus, they're passionate about his narrative. Plus, the movie is obviously a juggernaut. So I think he has more things that would easily hold. I, like I'm not surprised Barry Hugan has a lot of passion, but I think that was how he got nominated, and it ended up being like easy for him to get in. Maybe people love that performance and they love him as an actor, but I I just don't think there's enough there to have him 
seriously consider as a usurping Kiyokuan? I, I think he um, will win SAG and the Oscar just like yeah. um, this, like everything everywhere is the stronger movie or is, you know, out front now ahead of Banshees. And it's funny because they both have like viral moments that people love. You know, yeah. he has the laundry and taxes scene and Barry has the scene with Carrie at the lake. So that maybe that's so why, like, it's like a pair. It's like you vote for one, you got to vote for the other. Right. People just love that scene, you know? Um, So it's obviously a beloved performance. So I think he could be runner up. I guess I wouldn't be shocked if he won SAG either. Because it's like, people just love that performance. And it's such, it's, it's not a, a super showy turn, but it's, I think like as a whole, like once um, he exits the movie, like after his last scene, it really hits you. I mean, like, I like that movie a lot. I think I like it slightly less than you, but I would say that the best parts of the movie for me are Carrie Condon and, and Barry Gilgan. Like they're, ama- like they're my favorite parts. Nothing against Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, but they just, they pop off the screen. Like Barry's so good in the movie. He's so funny and so heartbreaking. And it's like just a great performance. So I could see people being really passionate about it, but I just, gosh, I cannot imagine him losing, Kiyokuan losing at SAG. I just think that's like, seems so Yeah, like strange. SAG is just everything everywhere's playground scene. Yeah. So I think he'll win that and still win the Oscar. So yeah. I think it this is like a, a bump in the road for him, but it's also exciting because, you know, yeah. he may not be able to sweep now, but it's more exciting for us. Like, yeah, the race is slightly more exciting, even if he still ends up yeah. winning. And I know people are, you know, obviously upset that we got uh, four white acting winners mm-hmm. that they deny the uh, people of color in supporting who were the front runners. But I don't think um, Carrie's and Barry's win, like Barry's win is more surprising than Carrie's but I I think we just know like that's just kind of what BAFTA is like (laughs) anyway like they have they have a lot of more uh you know racially charged like history than the Oscars certainly and that's also part of the reason why they've changed so much of how they were nominating people to try to avoid uh the yeah and like but you know the whole academy votes for the winner still so right um, we talked about original screenplay went to Banshees that was very widely predicted. And uh, I think like we saying, I think that could actually end up being the Oscar winner too. It just seems like a great, now that the Daniels have kind of like solidified their best director front runner status, maybe Banshees continues as a, a screenplay winner potentially. And then all quiet winning adapted screenplay, which hell yeah, let's go. I got it. I got a winning at the Oscars. So why not? Uh, Let's see what else. Cinematography went to All Quiet. Did you have that? Yes. Of course. Of course I did. Uh, and now I think it can win at the Oscars as well. That seems like Did you not have Oscar. it at the Oscars before? I think I did because I think I put it in. Yeah, I did. What I were you going to put in without Top Gun there? No, I had All, I had, I had El, I had All Quiet Tar. Oh, you had Elvis when you had Elvis winning six Oscars. Yes. <laughs> now I only have it winning uh, three, I think. So, <laughs> so that's good. Maybe two. Um... Let's see what else won at the BAFTAs. Hang on. Just honestly, kind of incredible that Babylon pulled out the production design win over All Quiet because 1917 won production design. Also, Um, All Quiet won all of these. I mean, you go through. So like production design was a Babylon over All Quiet, but best score was All Quiet over Babylon. We talked about about last week, like not, not... (laughs) It was like a dark horse. So and also again, we're just kind of like, we're rubber stamping Justin Hurwitz and Babylon at the Oscars. I now I'm like I'm I kind of think maybe not actually. Well, so like the All Quiet score is basically like three notes, but it's very effective. And it's the more so. beloved move. I mean, like I keep going back to like a lot of these. I just think when it's a close race and there's not a lot of passion around one of these things, like we said, you can make a case for any of the five scores of the Oscars that it probably goes to the more beloved movie. That's more considered in the category. So like everything everywhere you could say maybe could win here too, but 
I think like the all quiet score just feels much more traditional in its uh, note. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> one note. Uh, no, so so production I went to Babylon, which also won at the Art Directors Guild Choice, which uh, may be a great sign that it'll win at the Oscars. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I already have it at the Oscars, yeah. so I'll just keep it there. So, uh, all quiet one best score, best sound. Which I had it. Did you have it over Top Gun or you had Top Gun? No, of course I had All Quiet. War movie, come on. Um, <laughs> but I do have Top Gun at the Oscars. Yeah. Costume design went to Elvis, which seems great. No uh, Black Panther here. I still think Black Panther could win at the Oscars for Ruth Carter. I think I have Elvis at the Oscars. But now that I think Austin's going to win, I think maybe I'll move Elvis into first. The film editing went to Everything Everywhere, which I think, again... Part of the reason why I'm like, oh, I actually think it's still like an easy front runner for best picture is because it won best editing here. I don't know. I think like like clearly it's still like a major movie, I guess. No kidding. But I don't think it, it doesn't need to win editing at the Oscars to win best picture. It already got the nomination. No, I, I know. But so. I just feel like obviously like I think it probably will win editing at the Oscars. I think so. I, I still have Top Gun winning editing and sound just because they're so linked. Right. Um, And everything everywhere missed sound. So true. Uh, best hair and makeup went to Elvis over the whale. Mm-hmm. I had that. I had I had the whale. Uh, sound we said visual effects went to Avatar. Congratulations to Avatar. Uh, it's most locked now. It's officially more locked than Huquan. I feel like it's the only lock sure. of the the full lock of this. How many did it win at BES last week? Was I think it, it won like <laughs> so. No, many. I think it won nine out of fourteen, and then the five it lost was against itself. <laughs> that's what happened it's amazing so it actually didn't lose <laughs> truly the biggest lock in the history of locks uh casting went to elvis like you had mentioned they loved uh austin butler and they love baz right. animated feature went to guillermo del toro's pinocchio joyce i'll have I, I, I as it turns out uh, according to guillermo del toro this is breaking news animation is not for kids it's not a medium for kids it's an artistic medium is that what he said in his speech have you heard that it's, before it's not though it's not like people just think it's for kids because a lot of the animated films are directed at children but any anyone of all ages can watch animated netflix better. is really going to win like five or six oscars this year because it's got this but they want the big one that's the one they're missing i know documentary is a wild category we had said i wasn't convinced moon age daydream was going to be like the pick i should have went with fire of love and it would have lost anyway fire of love went at the dga awards which i was like that's a great sign, I, I felt, especially over All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, because it felt like Laura Portress would win at the DGA Awards. Uh, but no, Navalny won at the BAFTA Awards. Um, yeah, just against the the anti-war sentiment. So at the Oscars, what do you think? I, I still I think it's Fire of Love and Navalny are the top two now. I think it'll probably be either of those as well. I don't know. Uh, the case for Fire of Love, I would say, is that it's like the most, it's like the, I think of these five, it's probably the most widely seen. It was a big hit at the box office for a documentary, and it's also on Disney Plus, and they're really promoting it. Even more so than Nelvani, even though it's on HBO Max. It's... Yeah, and I think I've said this before. I think after Summer of Soul won last year, it's like it's defied the archival footage bias, which was always an issue. Like a lot, there's there's been a lot of notable snubs in this category mm-hmm. because it seemed like they didn't like archival footage. And I also think it's like the most the the feels one. It is. It's very sad. So I think like that'll help it win. It's sad, but it's like bittersweet sad, right? Like, yeah. oh, romance and death. Uh, yeah, Navani is timely. Right. But I think maybe, I think Fire of Love might win at the Oscars. I do. And then the DJ award was like a big win for us, uh, Saradosa. So yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't changed that yet. I still have all the beauty. I had, I had Navani in fifth place at, at the BAFTAs. Way to go self good job uh best uh film not in the english language is all quiet shocker banshees won best british film it couldn't pull off british film and best film which we expected to happen we i I mean i i had it as a split but i was wrong because i had it everything everywhere winning i didn't think it was gonna win both i i had it 
doing both because three billboards did both. Yeah. Um, but it also wasn't up against a war film. <laughs> so um, and then the Rising Star Award went to Emma Mackey. Another yeah. sex education. I picked the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Went to, went to the wrong one. I told you I suck at that category because I don't know what the British public likes. And then uh I think Charlotte Wells won best first feature, right? Or something. Shocking. And the anim and the sh animated short was Boy the Mole, the Fox and the Horse, and the uh An Irish Goodbye. An Irish Goodbye one live action short. So maybe those are our front. I have I have Boy the Mole, Fox and the Horse at the Oscars. It feels like a strong it's, front. It's, a, it's very pretty, but it's also I think it's the longest one. It's like forty five minutes, I yeah. think. Yeah. And recent winners have been shorter. Yeah. So an Irish goodbye. I have Lay Pupel winning at the Oscars, but because I the Irish goodbye winning, I have it in second. Uh, what else? They, they, I don't have the whole list. Let me see. Um, we we didn't we didn't mention the the faux pas when they announced Carrie Condon. Yes, uh, because Troy Kotzer was the the we, we didn't like, we didn't see it because we were not there and they edited it out of the broadcast that was like delayed by an hour as usual. Troy, Troy Gotzer's an interpreter, it seems like, uh, botched the winner announcement. No, it was like the the in-house BAFTA announcer. Okay, okay. So, because like even the the clip that, the, the it's been uh, heavily edited when they announced like Carrie Condon, the clips that are out. Um, so it was like the in-house BAFTA person said Carrie Mulligan instead of Carrie Condon. Yeah. And then they had to correct it. And then Troy was like showing her the envelope when she gets on stage. It says like Carrie Condon. So awkward. Yeah. That, that's, there was their, a, that's their La La Land moment. That was their La La Land moment. And then uh, did Ariana DeBose host this show? She did not. It was Richard E. Grant, but she opened the show like it was the Tony Awards with uh, a questionable number. <laughs> A song and dance number. She put the uh, names of the nominees seemingly in in a song. Uh, the yeah. the the tweet you sent me the tweet just now. The tweet went viral. I'll just read the tweet that you sent me. Here's what it says: No way, this is real. And then it has a link to the video. So I would say just go watch this video if you can find it. I would you it, very easy to find if you you put into Twitter search. Even though Twitter doesn't really work anymore, just Ariana Bafta. Feel like you'll find it. You also um, see a lot of tweets from people with screen grabs of the nominees she references in the song their reaction shots <laughs> yes uh my favorite was anna darmus get anna darmus in a comedy again that's that's a meme <laughs> it's just the best she's so funny put her in a comedy again uh get free her from i'm glad she was oscar nominated for blonde but put her in uh something something fun next time uh, those are the BAFTA award choice. And then DGA was on, uh, again, like we said, late on Saturday night slash Sunday morning here. The Daniels won for everything everywhere. I I had them. I don't, I don't know. Not surprised. Not I, surprised at all. But if you were hoping for Steven Spielberg to have any hope. I think Steven was first in the odds. Yeah, he was. And he did yeah. not win. And I think he has, I think the ship has sailed, Joyce, on, on the Steven Spielberg. I mean, that was his last stand so it's really we've said this before like his globe win even before he won it could it could just be his hugo globe win yeah yeah and it really feels like it is yeah uh charlotte wells won best first feature uh in the and then like we said sarah dosa won for documentary the tv we talked about the tv awards we could just do that briefly uh sam levinson won for for dramatic series two which you know i love because i love me euphoria um incredible this is what happens when succession's not around basically. so so the two severance shows cancel each other out you had predicted uh i had jason bateman bateman for ozark and then sam levinson sneaks in and and, and grabs it because they were they were never going to give it to better call Saul. we know uh you're you're you want to you want to take a oh you mean laugh? should i take this moment to gloat when you yes. were like mike white was gonna win comedy yes. series no my <laughs> guy bill Hader is gonna win his third dj award for barry 710 North undefeated at DGA. So you're I right. DJ would not let me down like the Emmys do. Every no. time he loses at the Emmys for the same exact damn episode, he goes on to win the DGA. 
And mm. I knew he would not ignore an absolute banger like 710 North. He so. did it. And I love Mike White, but let's be real. No one talks about the direction in the White Lotus. No, it's all about the writing and the, and the performances. And Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. And hot uh, people on vacation. So uh congratulations. I know I know you're a poem for him. Uh for for limited series, Helen Shaver actually won for Station Eleven. I uh, this one was a chaotic category. I had uh the uh, Tom uh what the uh, Tom Verica for for inventing Anna. Um yeah, I ended up changing to the other Station Eleven episode, the finale, which I think yeah. most people had of the Station Elevens. Yes, and it was this, like, no, this was pretty low, I think. Yeah, I, it, I would assume it was probably dead last mm-hmm. in um, the odds. But you know what? This actually reminded me of her win. It reminded me of uh, Nicole Castle winning for Watchmen for its summer, and we're running out of ice when mm-hmm. most people were predicting. Stephen Williams for this extraordinary being. Yes. I'm looking at which episode this is to see here. It's the penultimate. No, is it the penultimate episode, maybe? Let me see. Who's there? Um, no, no, it's this the anti-penultimate. The anti-penultimate. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. I mean, the show rules, so I'm like not shocked. I think this ends with Tyler blowing up the the thing maybe i don't know but you know good for station 11 to get a a big win love it love to see it uh great show yeah that is when tyler goes into the uh severin city and like torches the museum that's a spoiler that i will get yelled at for for a show that the show is over 13 months old 14 months old show once once something is out for public consumption you can talk i'm telling you the comments i i got screamed at in the comments the other day because we said modok was in in ant-man that's that's already been out Truly in the trailer. Yeah. They talked about it. We didn't even say if what it, it was. If it's out in the trailer, they're, the company is using that as part of its promotion. Yes. You can talk about it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, directing a variety talk was SNL. I think we had that one. Uh, directing an achievement for variety talk news sports specials was Glenn Weiss for the Tony Awards choice. And then he revealed that he and his fiance, to whom he proposed at the Emmys, in 2018 finally got married on valentine's day and uh you know like that was about it we didn't really uh, the other categories we never really talked about but uh that's it yeah so so what do you think daniels like daniels i mean like today even though they didn't win it's their best case scenario if they were not going to win it feels like they had a great day. I agree because yeah. the the person who won cannot win at the Oscars and uh, there's no other real competitor for them at the Oscars. I just and then don't... like Banshees didn't even win Best Picture there at BAFTA. So. Right. So it's like Mark McDonough never felt like a real contender. I think Spielberg now is out. I think Todd Field should have won at BAFTA if he was going to win. So I feel like the Daniels are kind of like locked and loaded now. And then that opens up them winning Best Picture, which we'll see at PGA, and it could leave screenplay available for Martin McDonough. Yeah. I, I mean, I when we were ranking this previously, I was like, I think the p- thing people love about Everything Ever is the, the movie itself, the whole movie, and then the cast, and then probably the writing and then their directing. But now I'm like, maybe I was totally wrong about all of that. And it's the directing and the movie and the writing. They're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> the idea is great but i'd rather vote for banshees because it's a well it's i think it's also well, like banshees is the more writerly script right. um but everything everywhere is more high concept right. which they also responded to um but i think they their forthcoming question mark directing win is also just kind of like them being the masterminds behind it right too, and you know and when that happens then i'm like i really don't think they i mean i don't know if they you, you we always talk about this i'm like did they really vote like this or they just vote over what they like but i'm like if somebody's sitting there like filling out their ballot and they're like the masterminds of this movie are the daniels as directors i'm gonna vote for them and they get the screenplay won't they be like didn't i just vote for these guys <laughs> like why would i vote for them again i don't know maybe they'll just vote for mark mcdonough in that case um, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of, if you really love that movie, you'll probably just vote for them in both. I don't know. It's right. just, it's a, it's a negotiation. It's an individual negotiation. Right. 
for everyone. Like if you, you, you might have a favorite movie, but it's not up against something you in, in a particular craft that you think is better. So you might vote for the other thing in that craft. So, um, I don't know. So, I mean, like before today, I had Todd Field in second at the Oscars, but now I'm like, he didn't even like win. I mean, I, I didn't have him winning at BAFTA, but like, you know, if he had won there, which I wouldn't have been totally surprised by, um, but you know, I would be like, I think I would still have kept him because the Daniels won DJ. I would, I would still kept him in second, but I'd be like, oh, he's the runner up. And now I'm just like, who's the runner up? Well, <laughs> like that's, that's the, the thing, right? Like, <laughs> I don't like, know. Like, is it just is it just Spielberg? I mean, let's look at this again here. I mean, maybe McDonough's the runner up. He's got the most beloved other movie. Yeah, but that everyone always acts like it directed itself. No, no one, the director did not exist. Like he's nominated, but you know, I I honestly still think Field is too. I don't know. I just think it feels like right. But in our odds, Spielberg is two, McDonough is three, and Field is four. If it just feels like no one else is going to win that category, there's no just looking at it, you're like, who else would win here? It's just there's nobody else, yeah. And I just, I don't. So, the, the other thing about the Fablemans is, is it just going to go home empty handed? Absolutely, the TIFF winner, I think it will. <laughs> I don't think it can win anything. I would win score, I guess. I guess it's best chance is score, but I don't, I, I've, I've not been feeling John Williams for I haven't, I haven't in fifth in score. I don't even know where I have it. Uh, just remarkable. I don't. Know. I don't know because that that's it would basically be a legacy win if he won score and, but I don't know where what where else it can be saved from going over seven. I don't know. Um, like Judd Hirsch is not going to win. Michelle Williams is not going to win. Um, yeah. And then, well, will Steven ever win a third? I don't think so. I guess not. I mean, maybe an honorary Oscar. He should have won so many of these. It's like kind of criminal that he doesn't. Like we were saying, he should have won for Lincoln when maybe instead of. Ang Lee, but it's weird because it feels like he was probably closest to his third with Lincoln than anything else. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's it. I, I'm looking, I'm going through my Oscar picks. I'm just making a mess of them right now, Joyce. Just, uh, I, I haven't really touched them. I'll tell you what. I, I was like, I already have almost everything. I did. Everything. I, I, think, I mean, Sabatha doesn't have song. I still have not to, not to, and I don't really know if that's winning. So let's think about that for a second. Cause I agree with you. We definitely have not to, not to there. Cause everyone wants it to win, but the, it seems like it has been maybe slightly forgotten about the the enthusiasm from uh, the film Twitter world is has died down. Obviously, not not a surprise. I have the Everything Everywhere song in second. The Sunlux uh, or Mink, uh, is it, who is it? In, in Minka. Um, who wrote? Who sings yeah. this song? Who sings it? Well, no, like you mean the writers. Yeah, well, who's the writers? But I think it's yeah, it's them, and I mean that's like, multiple people. But but who's the nominee though? Let's take a look. It's um some well, I think one, I think one of them from or all of them. Oh no, just Ryan, just Ryan, and then David Byrne and Mitski, and then lyrics by Ryan and David Byrne. So. I think that could win. I really do. <laughs> I think like I think that would win if they just really don't care about any of these. Because, Which they might not. I but mean, it's also like Top Gun is a strong movie too. 
I mean, Top Gun could go home empty-handed in my calculus now. I think it could lose editing and sound. I think it could still win both. Um, Definitely could still win both, but I do think, like, you could make a case that everything everywhere wins editing because it's the most editing, like we've been saying. And a lot of times, that is the the hallmark of an editing winner at the Oscars, rightly or wrongly. Most editing is uh, the best editing. Yeah, but again, I'm just going to go by the sound stat. So. Right. And then the sound, if it lost, if every, and then you would say like all quiet would maybe win sound. So then Top Gun can go over six. But it still is in play here. It is. And I think it's a great song, but I'm just like, I don't know if people care about it. What if Diane I don't Warren, care about any of these songs? What if Diane Warren finally wins then too? That's an easy one to think about as well. Like, I think Diane would be a winner by now if it were just the music branch voting for winners. Certainly. And like, God knows. Like, actually, that's kind of how I feel about Todd Field and director. I I think if only the directing branch voted for winners, he would win. Like he just like PTA delivered the speech at DGA. Yes, and he called it a ghost story, which I was like, that's actually a great way of putting it. And he like we both said, um, he agrees that Tar is very very funny. Like like yes. Yeah, I was surprised I saw some people saying it's not funny. I was like, it's Um, They're wrong because it's hilarious. It's so funny. (laughs) It's But it's funny in that PTA way that like Phantom Thread is funny. So like, I guess if you're not really on that wavelength, I guess maybe you wouldn't get it. But I'm like, I think it's pretty funny. And I do think it's a ghost story that there's really compelling uh, cases for the whole last act being not legitimate. Um, I don't like I hate the the discourse in the past week that the third act is a dream sequence because I'm like, no. I, but, I'll tell you what though. Read, did you read this late article from a couple of weeks ago? It's like pretty convincing. Yes, it at least makes no. a better case than just like people shouting about it on Twitter. <laughs> it does kind of make a case. I don't agree with it either because the movie's not like that, but it's not not in play. Let's say. I mean, it's definitely it's open to interpretation because that's yeah. what they want anyway. Yeah. So it's fine. I'm not like, I just don't think based on like you said, like what the movie is like the other two and a half hours that that's what they're going for but i know he's never going to correct you no also no disrespect to anybody who subscribes to this like the slate piece but like the movie's been out for like five months you think you're the first like you just cracked the case on this one i'm i have a hard well it's more that it's now on peacock too so it's like sure no i I get it i I get it but i'm just like you know it's been out for a while a lot of people have seen it even if it flopped uh somebody else would have maybe said it i don't know you know it's like probably probably just take it at face value it's a strange movie intentionally so um but it is a compelling case and it's interesting discourse i don't know i don't i don't i can see not like we've said you said this i think way back not too not too could easily be uh husevic so and there's no real uh, i mean if you go by the movies it's the weakest movie other than tell it like a woman in this category rrr so it could win i think it doesn't need to necessarily win because it got nominated they'll perform it at the oscars it'll be a great moment and whether it wins or loses who really cares in the end i mean they will care obviously the nominees but you know in in the viewing audience and the academy might just be like yeah, that was really fun. I'm glad it got nominated, but I'd rather vote for this song I don't remember from Everything Everywhere because uh, it's the movie I love. Again, they should just do what we've always talked about, vote for the winner after the performances. That absolutely, that would have, uh, This Is Me would have won. Uh, the Lady Gaga, Diane Warren song would have won. Diane Warren uh, would have a competitive Oscar already. <laughs> what was that song from Hunting Ground? Great song. Until uh, It Happens to You. What a great, that was one of the best Oscar performances. Should have easily won. They should absolutely, that would be, see those are, it think, should be like American Idol. <laughs> would would that go over well with the film Twitter and the Academy at large? Like these are the nominees. You're gonna perform them live. The Listen, winners will be voted if, in the if room. ABC, the 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 Academy itself does not care about like the viewing, but like ABC does. Like if they if they want more viewers to tune in, make it interactive. You like have a, you have voting interactive. There's all Academy members in the room, so it still would be legitimate. And you say all of these are nominees. We're gonna do the performances, and then whoever. Uh, gets the most academy members in the audience wins basically it doesn't need just to be the people in the room like you get everyone at home like all the academy members around the world they they could still vote yeah sure i guess figure out a way to do it i would weigh in on that would be such a great that would make it so fun 
It would be so cool. And you could do them all throughout the show and then announce the winner towards the end. It would be a winner. That's a real, that's a really good idea. We would just have a lot of different winners if that's how they did it. I know there's a difference between like live performance and like doing it, but I'm also like, most of these songs are credit songs, so it doesn't really matter. And it should just be like the song. It should be the song. If you're going to just vote for it on that aspect, like not to not to, like we said, and who's the too are part of the movie. So they're like actually like factor heavily in the movie. All these other ones are just songs. I mean, I know that Hold My Hand is in Top Gun, but it's like not like something that you would be like, oh man, remember that? It's not like, it's not like Layla. No, it's, not it's like March. playing in, in the bar, but yeah. also the the melody is woven into the new yeah. score. So right. it it is familiar in that way. It's like the Titanic score in my yeah. will go on. But it's still so. like a, a credit song. So I'm like, if you play it yeah. live, that should have like, might as well like they're not really saying any like they're just voting for the songs then you know what i mean it's not like they're voting for the songs com- aspect of it in the movie you know like not to not to maybe they would be but i don't know yeah because it, it's really hard to say what the category should be like is, is it just about songwriting no because it's not like the grammys like song of the year bonnie <laughs> Raitt, song of the year winner um yeah because it's like in relation to the movie but then you also want it to be part of the movie or or work in the movie somehow but end credit songs are eligible and that's how you know yeah a lot of these people get their nominations right it really does work work in the movie so then it should go back to maybe the songwriting and the song and then it's like maybe we should just perform it live and have you vote for it i'd be so in on that that'd be what a wonderful thing but anyway i could see everything ever winning here (laughs) i really could uh, I don't know. I'm not convinced not to not to is gonna win. Uh, I mean, remember all the the uh hype from the past week about if Rihanna's halftime performance would push her to the win. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. I also wonder if they'll be able to get her to perform. Obviously, because she's she's pregnant, but she was. I think she'll perform. Like probably will. She went to the Golden Globes. There she was, just sitting there. I still can't yeah, believe. Yeah, and like she's probably just in her second trimester. Yeah, so. I mean she could. She was flying through the air at the Super Bowl. I'm sure she could stand on the Oscar stage and and yeah, and, and that platform was wobbling in the air. So yeah, I'm sure she could sit there and lip sync, lift me up uh, to the uh, Oscar nominees in the crowd. Uh, I guess that's it, Joyce. What do we got? Anything else before we we sign off? I guess we'll be back. We'll be back later this week uh, to preview PGA and SAG. PGA and SAG. Can't wait to give our predictions on those. Uh, I don't even know if I will change anything. <laughs> no. I might not. We'll see. I haven't looked at Zag in a little while, so maybe I'll. Me I, might need, I might need to change things because I might have like just. I'm, I might just go to Kate for Sag too. Yes, yes. Do I already, I already have Austin there. So. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, all right, Joyce. I'll talk to you later. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.